Galapagos Islands are home to some of the world's most breathtaking wildlife, from giant tortoises to tropical penguins. Their incredible biodiversity inspired Darwin's theory of natural selection. Unfortunately, that same wildlife has also attracted poachers. The government solution? Robots. Hello and welcome to Engineering.com's learning series. Today, we'll see how students from the University of San Francisco, Quito and Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University built an autonomous unmanned aerial vehicle to patrol the Galapagos. I'm Katrina Devine. Unmanned aerial vehicles, or UAVs, are airborne robots that can range from the size of a hummingbird to a modified Boeing 747. The most famous UAVs are the US Air Force's attack drones. But there are other peaceful reasons to take the squishy human out of an airplane. Uh, more and more, though, we're seeing the opportunities to bring UAVs into non-military applications. My belief is, ultimately, those will be the really important applications. Uh, things like aerobiological sampling over agricultural fields, lots of opportunities in uh, conservation like the Galapagos, and even right uh, next door to us in the Canaveral National Seashore. There's an opportunity to use UAVs to protect the environment. The international team working on the UAV is named Team Pagiro after a blue-footed booby, a Galapagos bird that I'm sure has a more dignified name in Spanish. The team leader and liaison between the two universities is Ecuadorian student Jorge Pantoja. I have a really big, uh, a really big team of people that is helping me uh, doing this, not just the professors but students. I, if I could, I, I would like to mention all of them, but there are like quite a few people. The UAV needed light materials and a simple shape, partly for reliability and partly because there's only one thing worse than losing a robot in the Pacific Ocean, that's losing an expensive robot in the Pacific Ocean. It also needed to stay stable in updrafts and turbulence. Basically, the, the geometry of the airplane is designed uh, using a, a uh, CFD method called the Vortex Lattice Method. And basically it is designed, the, the software that is used is, will allow the de designer to model the airplane and will then calculate stability derivatives, like we call, and which allow us to predict what the airplane is going to do as a six degree of freedom uh, vehicle. Once the UAV is in the air, it will track down poachers and report the positions to a ground team armed with a camera and a GPS device. We've looked at the resolution needed to be able to pick up the small boats that are used for poaching. There are larger boats that sit typically outside the territorial waters and then smaller boats that come inside uh, on the order of uh, five or six meters. We need to be able to see the boats and discern one boat from another. So that dictates the resolution of the vision system. Uh, the communications link is critical. We need to be in contact with the plane. It, needs to be, it can fly on its own without being in contact. Uh, with the, the base station, but we need to be able to receive the, the images coming back from the plane and the data. Team Pakiro hopes that their UAV will help preserve the Galapagos Islands and their natural wonders for years to come. If you want to learn more about how your school can use Katia, the same software that the Pakiro team used to design the Galapagos UAV, just visit katiastudent.com. We're looking for more students who've found interesting creative ways to apply their engineering knowledge. If you enjoyed this video, give us a like at Facebook or YouTube, or leave a comment at engineering.com. We'll have more examples of great student engineering in future episodes.